0: Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derry Stevenson. And guys, I don't even know what to say, man. Uh, We got blasted by Alabama this weekend, and Alabama was talking shit. The coach was talking shit. And rightfully so. uh, Alabama's a legitimate basketball team. They're one of the best teams in the whole entire country. So it's not really bothered me that we lost to Alabama, but what bothers me is how we lost to Alabama. Um, we just never seemed like we were even a match for Alabama. Alabama just seemed way better than us. They seemed like they had no fear of us. They seemed like they didn't care that we was Kentucky. Um, the coach had been talking about how entitled our fans was. Yes, we are entitled, um, but he was comparing us to like Alabama football and basically saying that we think that all we got to do is walk out on the court and we Kentucky and that's good enough. And um, he showed us that we're not really that same old Kentucky that everybody uh, is used to seeing. And that really kind of made me upset because we just didn't even compete with Alabama. So I was thinking we're going to tear South Carolina apart when we play them at home after getting demolished by Alabama. That's one of those games where you get beat so bad, you get embarrassed so bad by Alabama that you take it out on the next opponent, especially if the next opponent is South Carolina. South Carolina's not even really good, but they were good enough to beat us tonight. And that's one of those things that has really got me worried about this team. We can't even bounce back from our bad victories when basically South Carolina was handed to us for us to eat tonight to get back on track. You give us a team, I think their record was seven and six, or uh, it was something crazy like that. So basically, um, South Carolina is not even a good team. Let's just be honest. No disrespect. South Carolina is not a good team. So after we got demolished, I have to keep uh, iterating that. After we got destroyed by Alabama at home the next game, we supposed to take it out on South Carolina. We supposed to beat South Carolina by 20 just to show that what Alabama did to us was just an aberration. It was just a fluke. It's just a one-time thing. But unfortunately... I just really don't see that will to compete with this team. You have got, you have a bunch of guys that on any given night are capable of playing well, but you just don't have any consistency. I mean, there's not one player that you just know they're going to absolutely destroy everybody they play. Even if they're having a bad game, they're probably going to remotely do something close to what they normally do. Um, And I can't even necessarily say that that's Oscar Sheewe anymore, because I'm starting to see Oscar Sheewe look like um, people have figured him out a little bit better. He's starting to get exposed a little bit more. It's starting to make me wonder, now that there's more game footage, now that He's, he's had so much exposure. Are the coaches just now starting to figure him out better? Last year, he kind of caught everybody by surprise, even me, honestly, because, you know, at the end of the day, you don't really expect too much out of anybody that transfers, really. You almost kind of feel like uh, they were probably at a situation where they weren't able to do anything. They weren't really that good. So you're not really sure what you're going to get out of them. And we got the national player of the year out of Oscar Sheway. and maybe that caught a lot of opponents off guard, and maybe it's not catching them off guard this year. Maybe they know what's coming and they know how to uh plan and strategize and defense against it. But it just seems like to me there's no will to compete on this team. Except for I would I'll give uh Severe Wheeler his credit. Love love or hate Severe. Severe is going to come out and compete every game against anybody. He plays hard. He plays uh, the same way against everybody. It don't matter if he's playing against the worst point guard in the country or the best point guard in the country. He's going to play the same way. He's going to attack. He's going to play hard. He's going to give you everything that he has to offer every single night. You may not appreciate what he has to offer, but... At least we got to acknowledge he's a top-level competitor. I don't know about the rest of them, though. I was starting to feel like Toppin was turning the corner. Then it kind of just seems like he kind of going back to what he used to be. It just seems like a lot of the guys just can't give you any consistency. And it almost seems like they're starting to mirror what a lot of people are saying about Coach Calipari. You know, I've been hearing a lot of people say Coach Cal lost his swag. He lost his enthusiasm. He's not hungry anymore. He's not passionate anymore. And that's why a lot of people are considering or a lot of people believe he's considering taking the job at Texas. Maybe they feel like um, he's proven all he feels like he needs to prove. And maybe he would have a more relaxing, a less stressful environment in Texas and he'd be making more money. So a lot of people probably feel like that's why he's heavily considering taking his job. I really don't want to see Coach Cal go out like this. I want to see Coach Cal retire from Kentucky and be celebrated the way that a lot of these other coaches have been able to be celebrated. I want to see him be celebrated leaving Kentucky the way Coach K was celebrated. I want to see him leave the way Roy Williams was celebrated. I want to see him leave with the same type of uh, love and acceptance that Jay Wright left Villanova. Like I don't want to see Coach Cal get ran off from Kentucky. I want you to compete, Coach. Like Dig down in your soul and find that same hunger that you had when you first came here and let that spread throughout your team. You got to be the catalyst, the motivator to get these guys to compete. It almost, it's almost getting scary to me. It almost makes me feel like he might've already told everybody that he's leaving to go to Texas and maybe everybody's just doubted in this season. The coaches, the staff, the players, maybe everybody has just given up this year. And that's super unfortunate, man, because I had such high hopes for this team. I thought this team was final four bound, and now we looking like we struggling to even make it like we on the bubble and probably not even in the tournament at this point. It's hard to really say, but we don't have any quality wins. So If we don't beat somebody, there's really nothing to stand on. There's no reason for the committee to even consider us at this point. And I just would hate to see that happen. Um, When you got a team that was supposed to be a Final Four team last year, in my opinion. They were looking good. Then they had the meltdown against St. Pete. Then I said, all right, cool. Coming back next year, we got most of the team returning everybody's going to be a little more experienced. Everybody's going to be a little bit better. We added a couple of key pieces four new freshmen that I all felt like could contribute a little bit. And we worse off this year than we was last year. And it's getting to the point where the fan base is so tired of it. They can't even like be supportive right now. And I don't blame you because it's really hard to even find the enthusiasm to support. It just doesn't seem like anybody cares anymore. And that's a super disappointing part of all of this is it just doesn't feel like anybody cares. One thing that I just I gotta give credit, the guys in the beginning of John Calipari's career at Kentucky. They might have came here knowing they was only going to play for one year, but it felt like they cared. It felt like when they put on the Kentucky Blue, felt like they wanted to win a championship. Um, it felt like they wanted to accomplish something special. It felt like they wanted to be remembered. Just like I seen a podcast of John Wall talking, um, I think he might have been talking to Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes on uh, their show, and he was telling them, like, you know— Coach Cal told him, like, I know you're going to be here for one year, but, and you're going to be the number one pick in the draft, but when you go, take four or five players with you. And John Wall was motivated for that. Like, he said that, you know, it, it made him go harder. It made him, you know, push to try to get his teammates to be better. And they ended up getting five players drafted in the first round. It's never been done before. And... Although they didn't win the championship, they brought Kentucky back. They put Kentucky back on the map. They made Kentucky a top-tier program. They did something that could make them feel proud of being here. And then you had other teams, uh, Brandon Knight squad that really wasn't even supposed to be in the Final Four. They made it. Then you had the championship team with Anthony Davis. They won. They barely even lost any games. They lost like two games, and one of them was a buzzer beater. Um, they just never really looked like anybody could really beat them. And then you got the 38-0 team. Uh, I guess 38-1, but they went 38-0 without even losing a game. Like They were just doing something special. And it just seemed like those generational players... They either aren't in college anymore or they just don't care the same way that those guys cared. And I don't know what it is. I don't got the answers, but it's very unfortunate what's happening at Kentucky right now. It's, it's very embarrassing. Um, I'm super disappointed. I mean, it could be worse. I mean, we could be going through what Louisville's going through. And maybe next year we will if Calipari takes this uh, Texas job. Um, like I said, man, I, I want Calipari to go out on top. I want him to win another championship at Kentucky. I want him to be considered a legendary coach in the game. Um, I, I love Calipari, man. I thought he was the right guy for the job. And I hope that he can turn this team around. I mean, there's always hope. I mean, we look at North Carolina last year. North Carolina was absolutely disgusting last year. They were terrible. And somehow they came together. They turned it around. They made a little run. They got to the Final Four. Now they terrible again this year. But somehow they clicked in March. And they were able to do have an amazing run. And we need one of those at Kentucky right now. Like. This I think is be the third year if we don't if we either don't make the tournament or we don't win a tournament game, this will be the third year in a row. And it'll just put even more pressure on the 2023 class if Calipari stays. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, if Calipari leaves, I don't really see any of those kids except maybe Reed Shepard staying. And I say maybe because if Calipari was to ask Reed to come with him to Texas, I ain't so sure that he wouldn't go too. So right now, we're just in a messed up situation, man. But anyways, I'm going to wrap it up right there. I'm super disappointed. Um, But you guys always, you know, let me know what you think in the comments. And I'll see y'all next time, Sports and Discourse with Derek Stevenson.